This is John Beethan, a co-host and producer for AlternativeHealthTools.com, the podcast, where together we discover and share new alternative health tools and resources from alternative healthcare practitioners and experts. Today's episode number 61, titled Beyond Health, Taking the Mystery Out of Disease with Raymond Francis. It's subtitled One Disease, Two Causes, Six Pathways. You can find our own app in your app store by searching for Alternative Health Tools, and we can be found on iTunes, Android, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, and anywhere where you listen to podcasts. If you've just recently found our podcast, Coming an Advocate for Your Own Health, this episode 61, and I also recommend episode 56, titled Real Truth and Health Information from Dr. Ginger. And combined with these two episodes, it's a really great foundation, what you will learn about maintaining your health or increasing your health wherever you're at in that journey. Raymond Francis has been cited as one of the few scientists who have achieved a breakthrough understanding of health and disease. He's on the cutting edge of health science, and Raymond is an internationally recognized leader in the field of optimal health maintenance. He is a chemist by training, a graduate of MIT, a best-selling author, a world-class speaker, a pioneer in health education, and an internationally recognized leader in the field of optimal health maintenance. I got a uh, email from Troy. I guess your virtual assistant uh, at the beginning of this week, right? Yes. How did he find us? Alternative health tools? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, Troy, uh, I guess, is doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing a great job. So we're speaking. We're speaking with Raymond Francis, and um, honestly. Raymond, I haven't done a whole lot of prep um, just because this has come so fast, but it, it's very timely. And, uh, you know, just to read a little bit about what Troy had said, um, is that you're cited as one of the few scientists who have actually achieved a breakthrough understanding of health and disease. And so it's one thing I wanted to talk about for sure. And I'm looking at the website, but uh, why don't we just start with who are you? Wow. Um, well, I'm a chemist by training. Um, I'm a graduate of MIT. Oh. Uh, and uh, I, I worked in science in the early part of my career. I drifted into the business end of uh, things and uh, actually became president of an international management consulting company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did business all over the world. We were experts in industrial productivity, industrial quality. Uh, I did turnarounds, uh, corporate turnarounds, uh, and I started to slow down. Uh, and I went to my doctor and I said, doctor, I don't have the energy I used to have. There's something wrong. Doctor did thousands and thousands of dollars worth of testing. I came back for the next visit and he sat there gleefully behind his desk and announced that I was in perfect health. I said, doc, if I'm in perfect health, how come I feel this way? Hmm. He said, getting older. I was 46 years old, 46 years old. I said, Doc, I've never felt this way before in my life. He said, you've never been this old before. So, and this man was a professor at Harvard Medical School. Hmm. This is the level of ignorance 
that we teach in our medical schools, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, you know, fatigue is the number one complaint made to doctors. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and when your health starts to go, that's one of the first thing that goes. Your ability to create high energy compounds is one of the first things that gets compromised. So you start to feel tired, you have less energy. This is the number one complaint made to doctors. So here I am making the number one complaint made to doctors, and the doctor sits there and says, you're in perfect health. That is dumb. Yeah. And that's the level of ignorance that we're teaching in our medical schools. Well, two more years passed, and I was really dragging my tail. I went to another doctor. By that time, I had all kinds of allergies. I went to an allergist. The allergist gave me a, uh, a test. I suffered a, a catastrophic reaction to the allergy test, became very, very ill, um, would, totally disabled. After that, I was, I was unable to carry on any meaningful activity after that test. Um, I went to 36 top specialists. Not a single one of them helped me. Uh, I finally went to the last one, and the last one said, "Who, oh boy, I can help you. Take this drug. I took the drug. The drug poisoned my liver. My liver died, and my death was a medical certainty from liver failure. Mm. At the last moment, I used my knowledge of biochemistry to save my life, and there was very little life left, by the way. It then took me over two years of hard work and learning to restore myself to where I could function again. And then I started asking questions. I, you know, why did I get sick? Mm -hmm. And why do people get sick? How do people get sick? How do you take a healthy person and turn them into a sick person? And if you have a sick person, how do you turn them back into a healthy person? And I started to get answers to these questions, and the answers just blew me away. Hmm. And I kept thinking and thinking, and finally, um, actually, I can remember the date, uh, July 16, 1991, I resigned from everything. I resigned as president of the uh, management consulting firm. Uh, I was on the board of directors of a hospital. I resigned from every activity I was doing in one day hmm. and decided to devote the remainder of my life to improving the health of the American people. And that's what I've been doing full time since 1991. Oh, that's awesome. Five books on human health. Um, these books, I've had medical doctors tell me that uh, my book, Never Be Sick Again, which was my first book, Never Be Sick Again, and Never Fear Cancer Again, which tells you how to prevent and, and, and reverse cancer. I've been told that those are probably two of the best health books ever written. Awesome. So where, do the, uh, just, you know, I, I do show notes and stuff like that. So can people get these, should just order off the website or should? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you got okay. to get it off of my website, um, uh, beyondhealth.com or raymondfrancisauthor.com. Okay. Uh, or go to Amazon. You know, if you're on Amazon, get it from Amazon. Um, just look up Raymond Francis and all my books are, are there. Okay. Um, awesome. Francis is with an I, F-R-A-M-C-I-S. Um, but the, what makes my book so special is that um, what I have done is taken the mystery out of disease. Um, human health is infinitely complex. There's, there's nobody in the world who can understand it. I mean, it's so complex. Um, 
And when you start getting into the biochemistry, I mean, you, you don't go very far before the mind starts to boggle. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you teach health to the average person? How do you empower the average person to get well, stay well, and never be sick? Well, you're, you're asking all the questions I should be asking you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm really happy to help you. <laughs> I'm helping you do your job. But, yeah, so here are the questions. Um, how do you do Well, what I have done is I've taken cutting-edge molecular biology, cutting-edge cellular biochemistry, and reduced it down to simple concepts that I actually teach to 10-year-olds. Yeah. And, and, and people love my books because they're simple. Mm -hmm. They tell you what to do. You can understand it. Uh, I've written it for the average person. Uh, and yet it's cutting-edge science, 100 years ahead of your doctor. Uh, and, and the thing is that the science is there. You see, here we have this enormous epidemic of, of, of chronic disease that is threatening to bankrupt the country. You know, the, the combination of an aging population and this epidemic of chronic disease is bankrupting us. Mm -hmm. So we have to put a stop to disease. We have to stop people from getting sick. Well, we already know how to do that. That the knowledge is there, the technology is there. All we have to do is take what we know and put it to use. Mm -hmm. But nobody wants to do that because disease is an enormous multi-trillion dollar industry and nobody wants to do away with that industry. I mean, there's right. yeah. too much money in it. Yeah, I think, uh, for, I think for most of our listeners that are listening, they probably know that's true. So, you know, one thing that might be really, really great is, um, you know, to, to, you know, I ask you the question is, so, so what can people do about that? Well, real simple. You have to educate yourself. First of all, health is a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. It's an individual responsibility. And uh, however, you can't accept that responsibility unless somebody teaches you how to do it. So, um, in fact, there was a, you know, th this is such a crisis, you know, the, the, the health care crisis is so big, uh, and it is threatening to bankrupt the country. Mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago, there was a meeting in the American Future Society, and, uh, and there was a group of futurists uh, that said one way to solve the problem is to criminalize disease and make it illegal to be sick. And so if you get sick, you get slapped with a big fine or you go to jail or something. Well, that's pretty extreme, never going to happen. But the, the point is that health is a responsibility. It's an individual responsibility. And we have to start teaching people from, from young children on how to accept this responsibility. Um, and it's real easy because I've made it easy. All of my books make it really, really, really simple. Um, and people who read, you know, my book on cancer, Never Fear Cancer Again, there are people all over the world who read that book with stage four terminal cancer. They go home and cure their cancer. Hmm. Cancer is our most expensive disease. So if you can buy a book for $14.95 and go home and cure your terminal cancer, it isn't that difficult. So, okay. So, um, you know, in talking about this, we're probably preaching to the choir and things like that. So in terms of education, um, can you give us a little insight about how you, you know, how you can 
cure something. In fact, let's actually talk sure. about di- let's talk about diabetes as an sure. example. Type two diabetes. Simple to cure. Um, it takes about two weeks to cure it. Um, all you need to do is change your diet, get on some supplements, do some exercise, and boom, it's gone. A couple of weeks. Um, but what I've done is simplified it so that there is no such thing as a disease. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the World Health Organization says there's over 12,500 diseases. Well, who can cope with that? And the answer is nobody. Nobody. Yeah. What I've done is reduced it to one disease, a single disease. Anybody can do that. And, and here's what it is. You see, you are made of little microscopic units of life called cells. Um, you started life as one cell in your mother, a single cell. We all did. And now we're multi-trillion cell organisms. Mm-hmm. If when you were one cell, if that one cell was operating as it should, you were healthy. It's no different today. If all your multi-trillions of cells are operating as they should, you will be healthy. The only way you can be sick is when a large number of cells malfunction. Hmm. And this is a scientific fact. Nobody, nobody can dispute that. Nobody. Nobody ever has. Um, so in order to be sick, a large number of cells have to malfunction. Well, hmm. there's only reasons why cells malfunction. Either they're not getting everything they need to function properly, or they're getting something that is interfering with their normal function. We call these two problems deficiency and toxicity. So there's really only one disease, a malfunctioning cell, caused by deficiency and toxicity. So whether you have type 2 diabetes, or whether you have stage 4 cancer, or whether you have Alzheimer's, or whatever you have, What you have is a large number of malfunctioning cells caused by deficiency and toxicity. If you properly address the problems of deficiency and toxicity and restore the cells to normal function, whatever is wrong will simply disappear. So it goes along the lines of you give the body what it needs, it will heal itself. Yes, the body is a self-repairing system. It's a self-healing system, self-regulating system. It's, it's magnificent. It's absolutely wonderful. Oh, I know. And, and it will work just fine until we screw it up. Until we, yeah, until we abuse it. So, you know, I, I actually want to flip back to earlier what we were talking about, because here's what I know about human development and motivation, is that generally people have wake-up calls. They don't really make a shift in their life until something happens, like, you know, heart attack or cancer or some sort of disease. And then maybe they can turn it around, maybe they can't. Everybody is capable, I believe, of turning it around. But my question is, is if, if people are motivated by something bad or a negative thing, in other words, a fear against, in terms of educating people at a younger age, to say, this lifestyle has this sort of impact when you get to be a certain age. In other words, you can abuse the body quite a bit, and then at some point it says, no, that's it. I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. So my question is really about the education. How, how, do we, how do we motivate people or basically turn people's motivation around in such a way? Maybe it's fear-based. I don't really know. How do you, how do you change someone's thinking about, you know, how they... Well, that's a a very, very good question. I think, first first of all, we have to start teaching this to the children. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've taught a lot of children, and, and i got to tell you, the best age is about 10 years old. Why 10 uh, years old? Uh, because they're magical little things. A 10-year-old <laughs> is magical. Uh, uh, yeah. A 10-year-old is old enough to start doing some independent thinking, uh-huh. and yet they're young enough to still see the world in black and white and not a thousand shades of gray. Mm-hmm. So if you tell a 10-year-old, this is wrong, don't eat sugar. I've had 10-year-olds go home and, and tell their parents to get all the sugar out of the house. Um, and I've had mothers call me saying, I've tried to get my daughter off of sugar for years. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She came home wanted all the sugar out of the house. So awesome. um, e- e- they're a magical little group of people. Uh, and once you get to the high schoolers, the high schoolers, they sit there and they nod and they say, yes, 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 yes. And then they go out and, <laughs> and go down to McDonald's and have hamburgers and big shakes. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, they're too far gone already. Um, but the 10-year-olds are marvelous. I love them. Well, that's, uh, that's awesome, valuable information. You know, for the adults, uh, you know, the, the, um, the biggest single group uh, that is going bankrupt in America uh, is people over age 65. Mm-hmm. And the biggest single reason they're going bankrupt is because of health care costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the government isn't going to be able to continue to pay. I mean, there's no money. There's no money to pay Social Security. We're broke, all right? Mm-hmm. We don't have the money to pay Social Security. We don't have the money to pay for health care. Uh, so something's got to give. Uh, so people are going to have to start taking responsibility for themselves uh, and the way to do that is with education. The, the, I, I, you know, not everybody's going to do it. We know that. Right. And uh, they're, they're simply not. But we don't need everybody. Uh, what we need to do, the economists say that if we cut the cost of health care in half, that we'll take this catastrophic situation and turn it into a financially manageable situation. Mm-hmm. Well, Cutting the cost of disease in half is really easy to do, and you don't need everybody on board. Uh, so um, let's get the people on. But what we need to do is is tell people that they have the power to do this. You see, we disempower people with, with over 12,000 diseases that nobody can understand. Let's start teaching them, hey, there's only one disease. Start thinking in a different way. You're in control. That's awesome. Yeah. You don't need a doctor. You don't need a hospital. You don't need surgery. You don't need medications. Um, you need to get your cells working normally by giving them what they need and stop poisoning them. And so, uh, and when you do that, it's it's a mir- I mean, I I've done so many miracles. Uh, it just is. Uh, it's commonplace. Yeah, self-education is uh, big. So, I you know I'm on your website right now and looking under you know your books and there's like. Uh, there's basically five books. What, what is, which book is the most popular? Which one, you know, if people had uh, one book to... Never Be Sick Again was my first book. I'm sorry, never which be, one? Never Be Sick Again. Right. I'm looking at it. Awesome. That was my first book. Um, it has been, it's an international bestseller. It's gone all over the world. I've uh, been translated into Chinese. I mean, the Chinese love it. My books have been translated into six different languages. So that's my number one book. Um, the number two book is the cancer book, Never Fear Cancer Again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my latest book is The Great American Health Hoax. Uh, and for people who want sort of the combined wisdom of all the other books, uh, The Great American Health, Bo- uh, Health Hoax has all the combined wisdom of the others uh, and all the newest technology. 
But um, very importantly, it has a whole chapter on what I call the maintenance list. Um, you know, a new car comes with a maintenance list. It tells you, you know, change your oil every so many miles, do this every so many miles. It tells you how to maintain the car so you can keep it in good running condition. We're born, where's the maintenance list? There is none. The average person knows more about how to maintain a car than they do about how to maintain a human body. Yeah. And so in the Great American Health Hoax is a whole chapter on the maintenance list, how to maintain a human body so that you get well, you stay well, and you never get sick again. Mm -hmm. uh, there, and I'm going to say this word slowly, and, and, and there is no compelling reason, repeat, there is no compelling reason why anyone should have any of these chronic diseases, cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's, osteoporosis, um, arthritis, diabetes. There's no compelling reason why anyone should have any of these diseases. We're in control. We have to take that control. We have to stop this epidemic and stop people from getting sick. And, and you know, getting sick is not fun. I was sick. It wasn't fun. Uh, and then if you get sick and die, you, you, you know, your family misses you. So um, to be healthy is more fun. Your family enjoys you more. Uh, and we don't spend the money we don't have to pay for it. So exactly. um, we save the country from going bankrupt by making everybody healthy. I work with an Australian company, Alkaway. And now Alkaway USA, and we, we you know, basically produce and distribute um, a natural ionizer, which produces a lot of molecular hydrogen. And it's under $700. And people say, well, that seems like a lot of money. And I say, hey, have you ever had to pay for cancer? You ever had to pay for a heart attack? You ever had to pay for this, that, or the rest of it? And people seem to think, well, I have health insurance. But to me, that's just a disaster waiting to happen if people don't self-advocate. It, it doesn't keep you healthy. It, you're just waiting for you to get sick, and then it helps to pay for it. Right. <laughs> that's health. You know. Um, yeah. Our whole our whole healthcare system is is just crazy. Uh, right. You know, it's a hoax. Uh, the we don't have a healthcare system. Um, healthcare is maintaining and restoring health. That's what healthcare is. Mm -hmm. Our healthcare system doesn't maintain health. It waits for you to get sick. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. when you are sick, it doesn't restore your health. It manages the symptoms of your disease. So we have a disease care system. We don't have a healthcare system. Right. Uh, we've got to transform to a healthcare system where we prevent disease. And if it does happen, we reverse disease. That's what we really need. Mm -hmm. To the realm of those people, when you say, you know, there's no reason you should have cancer or any other disease, there are, we are in a situation right now in the United States here and other parts of the world where there's a lot of toxic evidence. In other words, yeah. so there's a whole lot of this is about detoxing. Would, would you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. Um, there are two causes of disease, deficiency and toxicity, and toxicity is now a major, major item. Mm -hmm. uh, and however, uh, all of my books have a whole chapter on toxins as to how to reduce your toxic load. How do you mm -hmm. get, 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 stop putting toxins in? How do you support your body's detoxification system so you help to get toxins out? And then um, removing stored toxins uh, with a sauna. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody needs to sauna today. A sauna is now a household necessity. 
um, and you you can't live healthy without it. Uh, you can try, but you won't succeed. So why do you say that about saunas? Let's just imagine I don't know too much about them, which is actually true. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, very simple. Um, what we're dealing with, um, the body was not designed to deal with what we call oil-soluble toxins. Now, for the last hundred years, um, we have lived in what we call the petroleum age. Uh, All of us are inundated in oil-soluble toxins every moment of every day. We're just inundated in them. Uh, You can't go anywhere. I see you're sitting in a chair. There's oil-soluble toxins coming out of that chair. Stop that. Yeah. Uh, You drive your car. Read a newspaper. Oil-soluble toxins everywhere. The body doesn't know what to do with them, so what it does is it stores them. Mm -hmm. Um, So here we have, you know, the cell. We we, we talked about the fact that we're made of cells, uh, and you have to keep every cell healthy. So... Here you are stuffing funny molecules into this cell every moment of every day. Uh, And every year the amount builds up and builds up and builds up. Well, how much gook can you put into that cell before it seriously malfunctions? And then you go to the doctor and you say, doctor, I'm sick. Um, And then the doctor gives you pills, which are even more toxic. (laughs) <laughs> and makes you even sicker, but that's just a side effect. And uh, uh, so and the only way we know how to reliably get rid of these oil-soluble toxins is with a sauna. Hmm. Uh, here, I almost died. My, my death was a medical certainty at age 48. Uh, I'm now going to be 80 years old in a couple of months. Really? You don't even look it? Not even close? Well, I'm in fabulous health. Um, I, I, I have the arteries of a 22-year-old. Um, I, I never get tired, never get tired. I have unbelievable energy. Um, uh, I never get sick. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I feel fabulous. I, feel, I function like somebody in their 20s. Uh, and here I am, um, just almost 80. So how do you do that? Well, one of the ways, I sauna twice a week for at least an hour, for an hour to an hour and a half, twice a week. Um, when I got sick, I used to sauna uh, like four or five days a week. Oh, wow. um, I got the toxins out. If we measure the average person, the average American is a toxic waste dump site. Yeah. You measure the average American, they're over the top. In fact, over the top so much that we now are measuring toxins that are over and above the amount that we know causes disease in animals, over and above. Um, And then we wonder why we're getting sick. Uh, uh, One example uh, would be um, uh, flame retardants. Now, you're sitting in front of a computer. I'm sitting in front of a computer. Um, The biggest amount of flame retardants in the average person's home is around the computer. Um, you sit on a, a chair that has a flame retardants. Those flame retardants come out in a little cloud. You're breathing them in. You sit on your couch. You're breathing them in. You sit in your car. You're breathing them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all bioaccumulating in your tissues. So the only reliable way we know how to get rid of them is with the sauna. Uh, and we try to, when we try to measure my toxic load, we can't. There's nothing there. 
Mm-hmm. I've been scoring for 30 years now, over 30 years. Um, so as fast as the toxins come in, I get them out. Yeah, and most people, if they are getting toxins out, are retoxing. Right. So you say, well, I don't look 80. I, I don't look 80, and I don't function like I'm 80 because my cells are working at a higher level. Uh, the average 80-year-old is a toxic waste dump site. They're being poisoned to death. Yeah, yeah. So great. So tell me, do you actually work with people individually? Uh, I used to work with them individually. Um, I don't do that anymore. Um, it's, uh, you know, you have all the FDA stuff and stuff. Uh, I only work now with, uh, I'm, I'm a health advisor to two royal families. Uh, so I work internationally with, mm-hmm. uh, with people one-on-one, but I don't do that anymore in the United States. Mm-hmm. If there was like one thing you think that everybody really needs to hear that maybe most people aren't really being telling them, what would it be? What's the number one health tip? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, a lot of people ask that question. Uh, and the one thing that would have the biggest single impact, get the sugar out of your life. Mm. Get the sugar out, folks. Sugar is a deadly metabolic poison. Uh, I wish we had an hour and I had a big blackboard and I could show you I could show you what happens inside your body when you eat a teaspoon of sugar mm-hmm. and, and after I was through, all of your all of your listeners would be so frightened they wouldn't want to be in the same room with something that dangerous. And isn't it true that sugar is everywhere in everything? It is everywhere, yeah. And we, we feed this poison to children and then we wonder why the children are sick. Sugar causes or contributes to every known disease. Mm-hmm. Um, sugar causes diabetes. Sugar causes heart disease. Sugar causes cancer. Sugar is probably the single largest cause of Alzheimer's. Um, you just go on and on. It is a deadly, deadly metabolic poison. Get it out of your life. Get it out of your life now. That's the single most important thing anybody can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's pretty consistent. Every practitioner we have on the show pretty much mentions that, really. It's really bad. It's really not well, good. Well, when, when you go through the chemistry and you see what happens in the body, um, you know, health is when you keep all your cells functioning normally. And we call this situation homeostasis, when the body is self-regulating, self-repairing, in balance, homeostasis. A teaspoon or two of sugar, and of course a, a, a soda has like 10 or 12 teaspoons, a teaspoon or two of sugar will throw your body into biological, biochemical chaos for about six to eight hours. So if you eat sugar in the morning, sugar at noon, sugar in the evening, you're going to be in biochemical chaos 24 hours a day. That's not healthy. You know, uh, you know, health is where all your cells are functioning smoothly and normally. Chaos, disease, and you're causing chaos all day, every day. I'm sitting here thinking, I mean, basically you're an educator, right? Yes. Great. So that's where you spend a lot of time. So I'm sitting here thinking we're getting ready to launch sort of some webinar series. And I, you know, I'm going to make it public right now. I really would like love to invite you onto the series. Uh, I'd be happy to do it. Yeah, because you were talking about if I could show you the blackboard. Well, you would have that opportunity to do that, you know, on a PowerPoint or something like that. Because our big thing here really is education. We just want to educate people. Well, that's 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 me. Because if we don't, um, we're we're we are heading toward one of the biggest financial collapses in the history of the world. 
because all of the industrialized countries are going bankrupt simultaneously because of this phenomenon we call global aging. By 2050, there's going to be more old people in the world than young people. And, and at the same time, we have this epidemic of chronic disease. And we've promised these old people we're going to pay them pensions. We've promised them we're going to take care of their health care. There is no money. We're broke. We're already broke. Um, we have got to stop. We've got to cut the cost of disease or, or we're going under. So there isn't a choice here. <laughs> you know, The yeah. choice is, uh, is a catastrophe or we teach people how to be healthy. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably not in favor of what might be called Obamacare or any kind of national health care system, correct? Uh, absolutely. Uh, and for many reasons. You know, the moment you get the government involved in something, uh, you, you get into politics and you get into bureaucracy uh, and you lose the ability to innovate. You lose the ability to, to make progress. Uh, so we already have a system that's not working. And the more you bureaucratize it, the more you set it in concrete so that it can't make any progress. Mm -hmm. uh, and we need to change the way we do healthcare. Well, if you make it a bureaucracy, you can't change. Right. So uh, you've got to get government. In fact, all the economists say that after the financial collapse, mm -hmm. that no government will ever again um, give anybody health care because it's a catastrophe. It sets up the wrong precedents. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we covered the number one problem being sugar or the thing that you think everyone needs to know. And I, once again, I think a whole lot of people are like mm, that listen to this podcast know about that. What, what do you think about hydration? I mean, I work in that field. And for me, I've discovered that, you know, being really well hydrated with great water is just really, really important. And, and, and also, I'm sort of curious about your thoughts about the alkaline um, and acid balance or lack of it. Oh, you're absolutely correct that hydration is extremely important. Uh, and uh, a lot of our elderly are dehydrated. Mm -hmm. uh, and the acid alkaline balance in the, in the body is critical. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, health is about keeping your cells functioning normally. Mm -hmm. Cells function in a very narrow pH range. Um, if you change that range, you change. So we're back. We had a little boop, a little, little disruption in the force, as they say. So <laughs> welcome back, Raymond. That was about 10 minutes ago. You got all frozen up on us, but uh, we're back. And I'm not even sure where we were, but uh, I thought it might be a good idea to sort of wrap things up. And I already asked you, you know, basically, what's the one thing people need to hear? And you said, uh, get rid of the sugar. So getting rid of something, getting rid of the sugar is a very good thing. What kind of, what, what on the flip side of that coin, what positive thing, what, what can people do positively to put in their life to increase their health? Well, put more fresh vegetables into your diet, more fresh vegetables, more fresh fruits, um, ideally organically grown if possible. Mm -hmm. It isn't always possible but ideally organically grown, more fresh fruits and vegetables, and then get on a good supplement program. Um, it is now physically impossible for the average person to be well uh, without supplementing. Um, and this is right from the National Academy of Sciences. It's no longer possible to get the nutrition we need from our diet, even if we eat a good diet. 
So that's quite an indictment. We need to supplement, and, and the National Academy of Sciences says this. So, uh, and I've designed some of the best supplements on the planet, uh, the Beyond Health brand, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and we sell them online at beyondhealth.com. Uh, so, um, you know, adding more fresh fruits and vegetables, getting on a good supplement program, getting the sugar out of your life, uh, getting more exercise. You know, if you want to talk about magic, uh, exercise is magic. Um, it, it, it helps to, it helps to uh, you know, manage your immune system, your blood pressure, you know, all kinds of parameters. Um, and, and I'll explain why, if we have time, I'll explain why. See, if we look at the cell, Mm-hmm. Uh, you, your job is to keep all your cells functioning normally. That's your job. And to do that, you have to deliver the groceries. The, the cells have a grocery list. You have to deliver the groceries every day. And if you don't, the cell will malfunction. And we're not doing this. The average American is short at least several nutrients on, on a regular basis. And then don't put toxins into the cell. Um, so learn where toxins are in your environment and, and get them out. You know, what kind of toothpaste do you use? Toothpaste is a deadly poison. Um, so buy a brand that's non-toxic, okay? Uh, shampoo's a poison. Uh, you know, buy a brand that's non-toxic. These are simple, simple choices. The next thing you have to do is you have to move and stretch the cells, because when you move and stretch the cells, you facilitate the delivery of the nutrients and you facilitate the removal of the toxins from the cells. So if you aren't moving, you're dying. Movement is life. And so exercise is, is like uh, magic. Yeah. Uh, so those are the things you need to do. And, you know, this is not too difficult. Get the sugar out, you know, more fresh fruits and vegetables, exercise. You know, grandma could tell you to do that. You don't need me to tell you to do that. Um, and, and, yes, there's a lot of other things you can do as well. But if even, you know, the average person would just do those things, it would be like a miracle. Awesome. Great. Raymond Francis, I want to thank you so much. Um, I'm going to steal a phrase and to say I think this might be the beginning of something really beautiful between us all. And you've been really, really gracious and wonderful, and we had to get through some technical hoops, but we made it. Well, thank you very much for the invitation and the opportunity to to talk with your listeners. I'm very appreciated. Yeah, and I want to thank Troy. I know hopefully he's listening to this at some point in the podcast, and Troy's uh, Raymond's assistant who actually made the connection, and I want to thank him for making the connection. It was awesome. Raymond, have a great day. Thank you. You too.